0: Welcome to ACM's Vault of Cult. My name's Andy. In this episode, we mainly focus on the 1986 sci-fi would-be classic Solo Babies or Solo Warriors, as it was called in the UK. Uh, quite a bizarre film. If you don't know it, there will be spoilers. I suggest you watch it, but, you know, give a listen anyway. If you, know, if you've, if you enjoy these podcasts, I'm sure some people... Don't watch them before and um yeah we'll be chatting about that very soon but just to set the scene this is the intro for the beginning of that movie
1: in the new time the year is 41 and the protectorate controls all the water on earth and therefore all life i am the warden of orphanage 43 one of the many orphanages that border the wasteland children are brought here at an early age to be indoctrinated to serve the system. It hurts me to do what I do. I too must serve the system. Sometimes in my dreams, I see the earth as it was before, green with flowing rivers and mighty oceans. Can it ever be like that again? There is a legend, a tale told by the Chakadis, that speaks of a visitor that came from the heavens people call it Bodhi. The legend says that it has come to Earth to free the waters once again. Is this legend true? Who knows?
0: That is how the movie opens and sets the scene. I'll play the trailer before we get onto the bulk of the podcast too. Like with all the films featured on in this series, I grew up loving it and um going to play it to well, i did play it to someone who hasn't seen it before about the same age as me another film fan this week again james from king street cinema joins me he jumped on the chance to watch this and i don't think he enjoyed it quite as much as i did and um, but we're going to chat with him in a bit about it and see whether he's actually a good film or it's just the nostalgia and my my eyes watching it as a youngster imprinted greatness on me and it actually isn't great all you need to do is look at reviews to see whether many people think it's great i might might be in the minority as usual but um yeah see what james has to say and always a fun conversation afterwards i'm going to be talking a bit strange we talk about retro films obviously just a, a time in history where more adult films action films 18 certificates 15 certificates and in America RA certificates were giving kids cartoon shows we talk about that Arthur and as normal recommending an asylum film a, B, a modern B movie and I'm actually going to talk about a big release new film I think will be go on to become a cult classic but first I chat with James about solar babies or solar warriors. it's not alive. Do you
1: breathe? Where do you come from? Earth. One thousand years in the future, out of the heavens comes a mystical and powerful force. It is called Bodai. We're gonna get Bodai. Yes, we are. <laughs> Unanimous. Here go. The law requires that I take them to my headquarters.
0: Only a lonely one. Are you sure
1: about that? Take a better look. Armed with the power of the magical being, Bodhi, a young band of rebels is our only hope to conquer the forces of evil that would destroy the planet Earth. The magic... The mystery, the adventure.
0: Solar babies. Hello, James. You're right. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Nice to see you again. Again. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. This, you've been a big part of this second season. I think so. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of a, a pulled together quick, the episode because. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do the comic book movie season, um, 80s and 90s comic book films that didn't do so well. Right. And, and I'm having a bit of trouble. People have watched the films, but getting them together to do the podcast. Yeah, oh. You've seen them all, I believe, apart from one, which I might call you in on, The Return of oh. Swamp Thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I have not seen that. I've yeah. seen Swamp Thing, but not The Return uh, of. So, people yeah. are in line to do that, but I'm having trouble getting I, I know. Them. It's we'll see been them. a while now. Yeah, it has. <laughs> it has. And that has a connection with this film with one of the actresses. Do you know who? Um, no, I'm clue blank on that one. Uh, Sarah Douglas is in both. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's oh, in that and, oh, and this. Okay. Um, but we are brilliant. of course brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> talking about solo warriors or solo babies, I don't really know. We'll, we'll just refer to it as both during the podcast. Oh, right? Fine. I mean, I I know it
2: as solo babies because uh, solar babies so, but, yeah. uh, because uh, yeah, that's just the title.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that, that was the original release in America. I think it was called solo warriors over here all the time right. um there's it's the name of the the team yeah and the, they're they, a sports team it's uh, sort
2: of a skate uh, roller skate
0: team kind of like rollerball well it's it's <laughs> cool they refer to it as skate racket at one point yeah and then there's a poster in the background um where they live what says skateball skateball yes so it's rollerball <laughs> yes. yeah <laughs> kind of um <laughs>
2: it's, like,
0: yeah it's a bit um it's a, it's a very strange strange movie uh, it's set in the year 47 but a thousand years in the future something's um, happened it doesn't really say what yeah
2: you know, um if i remember it was 41 i think
0: okay well, then uh, at least the version i saw that was the said so 41 be... i'm pretty sure okay yeah um well no because the intro will have played before this bit yeah um so yes, one of us one is wrong. Of us probably three. probably me and um or I wrote down a seven that looks like a one. That happens. Or, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's probably what you did. There's a lot, a lot of notes on this. I don't know how much we'll, we'll, we'll touch on. Um, but there's been some sort of eco-wars, and it's after that, post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And set around an orphanage. Yep. Yeah. And there's groups of kids who is, is, it suggests have actually been stolen from their... Oh, completely, no, they. Yeah.
2: That's said, they take them when they're a few months old yeah. from their families and put them in an orphanage. I'm guessing to train them up to be a part of whatever their the e police, the e police, yeah. or you know, yeah. whatever it is that they yeah, who are would. pretty much Nazis. Yeah, it's sort of, it's uh, you know dictatorship type thing,
0: dystopian future.
2: Yeah, thing. and there's
0: <laughs> <seen laughs> groups of kids, yeah. and uh, some of them seem to adore these Nazi types. Yeah, and uh, most of them are in a, a team of, we'll call it, s- 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 skateball. Skateball uh, team called right. the Scorpions. The Scorpions, yeah. And um, That's right. they're, they're a very evil-sounding name. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, <better> and, <laughs> and they have all the best training, all the best equipment. <laughs> they do. Um, but the better team are the, so- the solar, solar babies, babies mm. uh, who don't have the best equipment. Seem to train themselves. Um, but the only enjoyment they seem to get is this game which they even play The opening scenes they're playing it in their own time yeah uh, and it's sort of interrupted and they're told to play properly there's
2: like uh, rules or something there's areas where they're supposed to be because everything's contained so they're not supposed to be in pretty much anywhere that's outside the I guess the orphanage and surrounding the orphanage yeah yeah and they were outside of that area, playing yeah. in a sort of, you know, forbidden place.
0: This is the thing, um, yeah. a running theme of this film is they're meant to be contained, but any time they want to escape, they do it pretty easily. They do, indeed, um, yeah. But there's the uh, the, the youngest lad who, who's deaf. He's got, um, he's kind of- He's not, deaf for
2: five minutes in the film.
0: Yeah, it's not too clear he's even deaf. It looks like he's just got headphones on listening to music. Yeah. But That's his hearing device. Yeah. And he, through clumsiness, he um, discovers is it a boweye yeah. boweye yes the, the sort of an
2: a, a sphere orb type, perhaps it's a creature, perhaps it's not seems to be intelligent yeah
0: uh, Glowy maybe, maybe yeah
2: I'm not quite sure, but yeah, some, yeah.
0: in the prologue it, it does say that this will be what saves, saves, saves them, and because yeah. much like the film Tank girl also doing a podcast on, scene, <laughs> um there is no water, no rain That's right and um it's going to release that. And water's like gold, isn't it, in this case? Uh, yeah, it's currency, pretty much. Yeah. You know, bartered
2: with all the time, yeah. sort of thing, yeah. And, and it's rationed and controlled, which is the important thing as far as the yeah. whole uh, dictatorship, totalitarian state that
0: they're living under. Yeah. yeah So when crumbs, Clumsy deaf Lad finds <laughs> or, gods, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, there's a scene where they first saw me up and. Inside there, it's like their little clubhouse, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It starts raining inside the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So, but instead of them sort of savoring it to drink, they start kicking it about, kicking and playing about it, playing around, which is yeah. amazing. That's yeah. a great scene, and the,
2: and the wonderful, lovely, cheesy music plays. Yeah. The,
0: and the music in this film is very great and very eighties. It's got that epic score to start with, which I like. Okay. So, it's, you can tell. It's a, we'll touch on the, the making of it soon, but it's made by Brooks Films yes um, the same year as Spaceballs and the music to it the instrumental side is quite similar to Spaceballs I'll say so. I, I'd say so I'd say Spaceballs it fits perfectly this film yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the <laughs> beginning credits has got that sort of it's a sci-fi yeah um, completely but, but it's, a sci- it's very much a kids movie 100% but it's about kids. So it's another one of these which we've, we've done. We could have probably put this in with the T the movie mm. we've done before. But this is um, focusing more on the younger younger teens or even pre-teen. Um, yeah, I would say this is for at the oldest early teens. Yeah, which when it came out in this country, it was a fifteen certificate. Yeah, amazing. Um, it was cut down, though. Um, I think when it got, a, if it did get a cinema release, when it it's first released, the... Uh, um, BBFC cut it down a PG right. for obvious reasons because that's its target audience yeah. so there would be a few scenes they cut out of which we'll, we'll touch on later we'll say that the stuff in this which shouldn't be in a kids film so there's a few things I guess so yeah I yeah. mean
2: nothing too <sighs> nothing too extreme I mean from for today's Market, yeah, you could see it. You go, okay, yeah, not so much. But at that time, I'm thinking, oh, that's a PG, isn't it? Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, I
0: mean, I'd have seen this during the day on television, yeah. and I, it's one of those that I watched during the day when really young, and then I'd have recorded it off TV when it got a late night. What they used to do, just shove films on late night. Yeah, and that's how I that's how I watched it over and over again at young. Right, the... oh, but I would I'd have probably seen this film. Oh, I'd have been six or seven, right. probably okay. not long after it yeah. on this first sort of TV run but we'll touch we'll just go over the plot a bit more um yeah basically the um bodai is stolen by who i call owl man
2: yeah
0: who um his, his, is, his name in the, is uh Darstar, star yes <laughs> and he just sort of hangs about with um owls and various yeah birds. he's a loner yeah sort of a loner in the uh, orphanage yeah and he he escapes and he he's for what seems like no reason steals Bodai, but later on it is revealed it's because he wants the magic yeah. of it which is the, the reason why the the villains in the film want the Bodai as well yeah um, they,
2: well they want to destroy it so
0: yeah. the, the prophecy yeah you know doesn't happen
2: basically yeah, yeah.
0: and it's like they're trying to get power out of it at some point yeah, it's odd
2: in that yeah. part it doesn't really make too much sense what, exactly what they're doing you're right maybe they're trying to get yeah. power out of it maybe they're just trying to destroy it
0: Yeah, you can't really the, but they basically want it so nobody else can, can have you, his, yeah, yeah. use it's power yeah. um, and the, the villains in this are pretty good I mean the, the, if you look at the credits the, the main star is Richard Jordan mm-hmm. um, from loads and loads of films loads of films um, Dogan's run—he's probably most well known for. would you say? He's in June, yeah. Um, around the same time, Humphrey Red October. Yeah, loads of stuff, and he sadly died only, I think, six or seven years after this. Yeah, he was in his fifties, I think. Yeah, brain cancer, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that's, that's what I read. Yeah. I mostly know him, believe it or not, for a film made the next year called *The Secret of My Success* with Michael. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, yeah. The, the evil businessman in yeah. that, who. Um, yeah he's a good actor and solid for this sort of he's one of those villains though with no comedy and I think a comic villain might have helped more in this film
2: yeah I agree you're probably right about that Um, but he did Lend a bit of credibility, in my opinion, to the film, and and he's a
0: good bad guy. He's good at being the bad guy. Yeah, he's um he's got the look as well. I don't want to say it, but he kind of looks like a Nazi. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you mean? Because he's only. I always sort of remember this is one of those films where the villains are very Mm Nazi-like. Well, the 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 outfits, but mainly (laughs) mainly him. When you look at the others, um, they don't look far off the spoof stormtroopers in Spaceballs. Yeah, um, there's a lot of sort of wearing cheap helmets and that yeah. sort of thing. But I wouldn't say the film looks that cheap. Because it's not. Well, it was yeah. 15 million, which for the time was okay. Yeah, and went up to 25. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but did it go, oh, I thought it went from 5 to... 25. Oh, it was 25, did it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the original budget would have been somewhere around right 15 million. Maybe the original budget was 15 million. No, I think
2: the original budget was 5 million, and oh. then it went up to 25. Oh, okay. <laughs> to time. Yeah. do you know um, how much it made? Uh, no, I don't. Do you want to know? Uh, well... Brooks says that after all the years he broke even but at the time at the time, <laughs> at the time, at the time <laughs> it grossed at the box office
0: oh, just over 1.5 million. Oh my
2: god. Yeah, that must have been such a heartbreak.
0: Yeah, and it, oh. it looking back it might be like well it went up against uh, Labyrinth but that yeah. flopped as well. Oh, did? Yeah. So um not a good year that year for these yeah. kind of movies. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this Sci-fi, is, is not is one that us. I don't. I, obviously, I like it. That's what I'm talking about. I loved it as a kid. Mm. And rewatching it last night, I, I, I bought the Blu-ray when it came out about six, seven years ago.
2: Yeah.
0: And I, yeah. I sort of put it on while doing stuff and didn't pay much attention. It was more like it was almost because like, it was one of my old comfort films. I so I stuck it on. And when I watched it again last night, after reading up some reviews of it and briefly speaking to you about it, but not in detail, I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna." But unfortunately, I still loved it. I, 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 it's got to be because I grew up with it. Mm-hmm. But I was watching it for the special effects. I like, I like the music pop. There's a really weird like um, 80s pop song in it. Um, there is which has the lyrics, You're in the Danger Zone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, 1986. I love it.
0: It's brilliant. Who was it? It was, um, like yeah, it was uh, Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Smokey Robinson. Um, brilliant. The was called uh, Love Will Set You Free. Sorry, that's the one. And it, it's actually a religious song. It's um, all about Jesus yeah. and stuff. Yeah there is a music video uh, I think you can find it on YouTube with clips from the film brilliant um, one, it's on the end credits but one of the best bits is there's one of the scenes where they escape the orphanage it should be this they're escaping but they're all roller skating really cautiously and slowly to this yeah. song um, and at some points it's like they can't skate there, then that bit I really noticed yeah
2: um, I think overall because if we just talk about the skating for a yeah. minute because yeah. it is a, quite a fair Fairly important part of the film, yeah, as, as an aesthetic to the movie to sell the film to an, a certain audience that are obviously yeah. like, Yeah, I like skating, yeah, that sort of thing. And I think overall, the skating in it's not so
0: bad, no, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the, 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 the main big bits are good, yeah, but when they're sort of just going from basically I, the moments where they could just be walking, they don't need yeah, to skate, I agree, yeah, it looks, it's, it, a bit, it looks a bit odd, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, yes, yeah, so. and um, One of the reviews I read, I've been looking on letterbox stuff. I've got a couple to note. I'll mention later. Um, Someone points out that it's set in the desert, but all the desert there's roads, so they can roller skate.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, it's it's set in uh, well, they filmed it in Spain. Spain. Yeah. So
2: yeah, it is fairly made up, and you know they they do have deserts in Spain. Yeah. Um, And it's all very authentic looking. You know, it doesn't look like a set you know, no, they're no, definitely no. on location, like constantly yeah. in the filming. Which is nice, it looks, I think it looks nice in that respect, like the actual, the landscape is very nice, it's very yeah.
0: cool. Yeah, I, 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 I think the look of the film looks great. And uh, they go to, is it Tyre Town? That looks really cool. Tyre Town, well, Tyre Town is uh, Thunderdome. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah which, is, when, when did, did that come out a few years before? year before. year before, okay, yeah. yeah. And that would have been shot in Australia, wouldn't it? would have thought so, Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very, very Mad Max. Yeah, it's that car
2: especially is is just. Yeah, uh, we, are, we are doing Mad Max. Yeah, here.
0: and there's the the guy they sort of who, is it Tyrone? No, no, just before that. They kidnap the, the, the villains. Kidnap this guy who sort of met them, who's played by uh, Terence Mann. Terence Mann, the great Terence Mann. He was, he's from theatre, isn't he? Mainly, mainly theatre. He was actually in the first production of Cats. That's it. He famous. But what do I know him most for? You're critters. Critters. He's in at least the first three. Yeah. He plays Johnny Steele. Johnny Steele. Um, or mug. Uh, or oh, yes, <laughs> and another uh, one. Another one. I'm hoping to do a podcast on, and. Um, That would be awesome, Critters. Yeah, that's a great film. He's a really good actor. He's not in this much, but he's memorable. Yeah, again, brings some legitimacy
2: to the movie as far as there's a guy you can tell he's he's an actor. He's more
0: theatre, certainly, but he's he's an actor. And I I think he was trying... Mid-80s was the same year, I believe, as Critters. Yeah. So he was obviously trying to break through. Trying to break into the movies. Yeah, probably two films I love, but probably picked the wrong films to be...
2: Incredible actor. I'm guessing it's just get what you well, yeah, know, yeah, what yeah, can. Yeah, obviously, get what you can. Yeah, you know, sort of um,
0: thing. But he's, he, he doesn't even look too different from the character. No, mm. no. So he's he tied his all. hair up a bit. Yeah. Um, but he's good, he's not in much of it. Um, and not long after there's these are the scenes what weird me out. The, the, is it the Tara, the Jamie Gertz character? Yeah. yeah. Um, about half an hour through the film we discover that she's got a little tattoo symbol on her. Yeah. So obviously as a baby she was tattooed, which is a bit weird, weird. Yeah. 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 I thought that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, the film. And it leads <laughs> her to her dad, who is this sort of hippie type. Yeah. Um, it's almost got a bit well, of a They're the eco warriors yeah. or were the Eco Warriors. They're not yeah. fighting
2: anymore. So the backstory is that there yeah. was you know, you said there was a war yeah. and they were on the side of trying to sort of make sure, you know, the planet's not a horrible place that's controlled, and all the rest yeah. of it, and it's like more of a free, like you say, hippie kind yeah. of. And if they, if they just give up, though. Yeah, they and they're, they're hiding, basically. They're yeah. hiding away with their own sort of commune, pretty much, where they have water and ice. And, and, and ice they, which they which don't, is where the, they
0: get the water from. Yeah, they yeah. don't even know what ice is until yeah. they see it. That's right. Um, yeah. And that bit it is, is sort of almost slows the film down for me yeah it's it's more plodding exposition which is just yeah.
2: unnecessary yeah. ultimately so and it's also
0: thrown in really
2: quick like jarringly quick yeah. it doesn't lead into it nicely. Yeah. and then like, they, right also here. there's, there's <laughs> sort
0: of an action sequence and Jeremy Gertz is like ah oh, next yeah. thing you know, she's gone yeah. Yeah. and then she's with them and she appears sort of, she almost dresses up as like a sand person from Star Wars yeah. and then saves them and takes it, that little bit of the film I don't think is really needed no. That's, I don't think it's one of those films that I personally don't think is boring
2: Yeah.
0: and boring for me is a no-no in films yeah. I'm not saying it. watching it now there's anything oh that bit that's amazing mm-hmm. but nothing bores me but that bit really slows it down so it's close to it and um, I was listening to something about the film as well just doing a bit of research and someone points out and it's disagreed by the others but I agree that her dad looks like Norm Macdonald with a grey wig on search through the film yeah. And I was like, "That no, I can't do it," and I'm like, "It does, it really does." So um, okay, I mean, I, I, I didn't see it that. Long. In fact, I did
2: watch it. I don't you know, think I'd have noticed it, notice it yeah. unless,
0: unless it was pointed out to me. Yeah, I think I'd okay. But it's yeah. the eyes. It's, it's, in it's in the, the eyes, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it, it's one of the, the films. Kind of wrapped up quickly. They throw in a big robot at the end, which yeah, is a very almost Superman free esque. Completely, it looks like something from the
2: last act of Superman Three. Yeah. So, yeah, if you've seen Superman Three, you'd know what I mean. Yeah. Just big clunky robot type thing. Yeah. Kind of scary looking. Yeah. But also makes you think you could take that out. Yeah. And looks like It's about to fall
0: apart. Yeah. You know. Um, Yeah. And that—that's a bit. I mean, it looks alright, but it's just very clunky. Eyes. Yeah. It it is very, (laughs) very eighties. Very of its time. Nowadays, that robot would probably just been a, a big CGI chap, look, a human-looking robot. Yeah. Um, but that, that, it's all right. It's, it's, it's almost like there's so many ideas in this film. They don't quite go together, and how do you end it? Yeah. And that's, that's what I do. But um, spoiler alert, they, they save save the world with, with, with rain and stuff. They do, yeah. And another bit what looks a bit clunky to me is at the very end when you see them with the sky in the background, it's obviously... Uh, yeah, fake background yeah. whereas the rest of the film they, haven't, think, they haven't used fake backgrounds yeah. much
2: no I agree I think there's a there's a couple of superimposed yeah uh, bits which are painted on probably bits, yeah, yeah which I think might have been done probably in post when they thought yeah. oh we haven't quite got that shot to link up to the next thing we better yeah. have you acting and then yeah. we put that behind mm. I
0: mean I think it looks great not just yeah. I think it looks really good it does yeah. it does look good
2: I mean that is one of I've for the because I haven't really been necessarily honest about how I feel about the film but I'd say one of the things I do really like about it is that it does look good I do like the
0: way it looks but like
2: I said it looks like Mad Max and I like the way Mad Max looks so yeah I I mean if you
0: look at it would have been six eight years later the most expensive film ever made was made for the time and that was Waterworld yeah and this doesn't look any worse than that, in my opinion. Um, not, not much, no. no not really. And, and, they, and, and they don't overdo it on... In World War, War the few bits that do look poor are the CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something they didn't at the time, but now it does. And they, they, yeah. There's none of that in here. There's, very, no. there's a little bit of CGI with the um, Bodhi. And, yeah, you know, um, I think you're they, probably right. Because I haven't looked up exactly like what the specs were on the special effects.
2: Yeah. I was thinking it might, it might be animation. I'm yeah, not too sure, like that yeah. drawn an animation. Yeah, Roger Rabbit Step style. style like yeah. It probably
0: is thinking about it, yeah. um, but, but it's, it's but still. I'm not worked. sure. I'm not it, sure. I think yeah. I think it works. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, when they're
2: holding it with their uh, sticks, you yeah. know, where they go, that that, yeah. that looks a bit ropey. But yeah,
0: but you don't, it's not on screen for long, no. is it? Yeah. So it's. it's, yeah. it's a, you get away with it and you go yeah it is it's 36 years old yeah I it look, a, like I say it looks fine for, yeah. for its time it looks absolutely yeah. fine I mean it's great. for me it's 86 same year as how the duck yeah another film which grow up with I didn't know that was a flop I didn't know how badly no, it me did, but, neither. um and you go back to that film now I still think that film looks great it's brilliant you know that's um, a great film I'm so surprised I do us <laughs> to agree so much on that film <laughs> why <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> It is
2: a masterpiece. I just yeah. like everyone to know that. Yeah. Everyone go out and watch it. Yeah. And,
0: and there's a, uh, I, I still love little things about it. Like on the Blu-ray release, there's a documentary, mm-hmm. which is perfect. Excellent. Um. I mean, you get on with this one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had years and years ago. I had a Region One DVD of this. I don't oh. know what happened to it. And I'm sure it had extras on it. I'm like making of in a commentary and stuff. Probably it did. And uh, I think it was. Six seven years ago, the Blu-ray came out over here. 101 Films, uh, the Cult Movie Collection. Uh, it's a twelve certificate. This, that might even be the first. I don't know if it got a DVD release in this country originally. Oh, yeah. it, I, I think it only came out to rent. So the Blu-rays out. You can still get it. Um, it does say on the back, uh, never been released before on Blu-ray in the UK. So it probably did have a DVD release. Yeah. It's gone down to a twelve certificate for moderate violence, threat, horror occasional gory moment
2: Yeah, the, and
0: there is one I there, can think of which yeah. I go okay that, that bit yeah. you know. so um, if you do want to get hold of it you can pick it up it's on uh, Amazon for six fifty pounds on Blu-ray okay. which is um, it's, it's uh, less than I paid for it on the day of release <laughs> um, yeah we'll go over the reasons well there's no swearing in the film and there um, is no swearing in the, the gory mount would be the hand melting I'm it's, guessing that's is the, the one, one I'm thinking about tarant yeah. tarant. but even that is sort of you see this hand melt and the effects are okay reminiscent of something from Dune in my mind Dune so. or uh, do you know what I thought of I thought of Evil Dead
2: the original oh yeah, yeah
0: yeah, it's, got sort it's,
2: it's sort of a stop motion um, yeah. like uh, you know, a plasticine play-doh type thing claymation yeah. type of effect
0: um, yeah. but I think that looks cool and it then does. it's sort of brought back though because it hasn't actually happened it's a trick he thinks it's happened to you. yeah they have a
2: machine that can basically torture you in your mind so you think it's actually happening to you but it's not it's just in your head
0: yeah Um, so that's one of the reasons why I imagine that might have been cut down a bit when it was the PG Um, I'm sure it was I can't think of much else the the uh, in the scorpions, there's the um, the evil younger one who rivals Jason Patrick. He's basically Johnny from Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, him towards the Jamie Gertz character. Yeah. A bit. i was going to say he's a bit
2: rapey. He's a bit rapey, Yeah. I mean, it um, would have been. You know, but she's a strong character. Who don't, she don't take she hits short. him
0: in the balls with a yeah. stick. Yeah. So that that's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he throws himself on her two or three times. Yeah. Um. nothing nothing too far happens. And it is the sort of thing what would have happened with with kids. I mean, the actors in this are all early 20s, but they're meant to be, what, 15, 16, I'm guessing. Yeah. And um, apart from, is it Lucas Hayes? Is that his name? Um,
2: I don't know.
0: know. Uh, Yeah, Lucas Lucas uh, Hayes. uh, Yeah, yeah, he's... um He's, what, uh, 10? 10, yeah. yeah 10 so his character's old. probably meant to be a little bit younger. Because yeah. uh, he, he was in Witness before this. Yeah. And I, I sort of know him from a few years later, Mars Attacks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's still <laughs> acting today.
2: He's yeah. one of those actors, uh, child actors that's gone all the way through his life, yeah. still acting today.
0: 97 yeah. screen credits, Maybe. Yeah. Yeah,
2: which is cool. Uh, can I just say, though, I, just quickly, I really dislike him as an actor, <laughs> and uh, I think he's my least favourite part of this film okay. as a
0: character. I find him yeah.
2: gratingly annoying.
0: Just, is, is that child actor annoying? Yeah. 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 Um, I think I did um, when I watched it as, as a youngster. Mm-hmm. You do when you're younger, sometimes you, you, you think uh, that little kid's annoying, but he's actually the same age as you, <laughs> and that, that was It's brutal. his voice. Yeah. He has just a, a voice that i have just like, oh, I yeah. can't. I, that's so annoying. I Please certainly be. found him annoying in Mars Attacks. Yeah. And um, he'd have been what, 18 in that. Yeah. Um, but also playing a bit younger. What do you think of the rest of the cast, though? I mean. Um, Overall, yeah, good. Yeah. You know,
2: solid en- enough for this kind of film. You yeah. know. Uh, so what we got? With
0: Gertz is fine. You know, yeah. uh, this is straight Jason. after Crossroads, which. Yeah. And that one was remember I actually don't think Crossroads is that good. I've only seen it once. Everyone raves about it. Um, I don't think I've seen it. No, it's it's one of the people I've seen to watch loads as a kid or not at all right. It's uh, Ralph, Cratty Kid, Danny Man, yeah. Um, Steve Vai. Yeah. Did it, it briefly as well. I've, I've heard of the film. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. I just found it really slow. I watched it probably about ten years ago. I'll have to re it but I think that was quite a big hit she'd been in the TV series Square Pegs right yeah which we mentioned with, on the last that's one that's right and then after this uh, and Jason Patrick who's the, basically the, lead, the leader of the, the Solar Babies yeah and um,
2: he's a he's a uh, what are we saying James Deaney type character yeah. looking a bit uh, Jim Morrison again I mean, yeah, that's just his look. I
0: think probably at that yeah. time of his life. He, it was his second film. He's in a film called Tough Love before, which may have been a TV movie. Yeah. Uh, so th- and then it obviously this. goes on to Lost Boys next year. Which yeah. uh, I remember reading that I think either him or Gertz got the other one. That's, that's right. Involved, one of them, one of
2: them was said to, I don't know, whoever, you know, yeah. Schumacher or whoever. Yeah, you should get. This person I work with, them they're really good.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I've got a confession to make. Been yeah. a massive fan of the Lost Boys. Mm. I often tell people that I watched this film because I loved the Lost Boys and um, went back and found it. Right. Totally the other way around I watched this first. Yeah, well, you said you saw this when you were about to <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've given it away in the. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could have watched. Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. You might have seen um, Lost, so I it was watched. I reckon Lost Boys. I would have been. I was quite young. I, I would have been was. 12, yeah. maybe. When I think I, I was my... about that, eleven, twelve 12
2: years old. Because yeah. I remember it was on television. Yeah. They had a horror series on uh, BBC yeah. Two or something. That's when I first saw it.
0: Yeah. I uh, an and I think I, I made the connection. I was like, is them two? And when I first saw The Lost Boys being young, I thought it was the same little kid. You know, the Eddie Munster. The little, I thought it was um, Lucas from this, but Hi. obviously not. No. It was just, I got it got in my head that it was a. Made by completely the same people, but really the only connections are
2: yeah, the, the two actors, the two actors uh, in the same
0: movie. So yeah. I think, I think they're fine. Um, I don't know the name; I haven't looked it up. But the, the other roles of the team are a bit stereotypey. So you've, much you've, so. you've got the nerdy one who can fix yeah. things with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, Skeptic, you've got yeah. Almost the, the, the jock one. You do have the jock and yeah. big guy. Yeah. But we're going to say it. There's the stereotypical black <laughs> man guy. who for no reason does a bit of break dancing and some awful beatboxing yeah which just I just wanted to kill myself yeah. I really <laughs> and at one point he says when they, they they say something different he says you've got your language and we've got ours ours yeah which is uh, yeah.
2: you're well, yeah, talking to Bodhi yeah he doesn't want to call him Bodhi he wants to call him Bodhi which the little boy doesn't like for some reason he's like yes there's Bodhi he's like he says you talk to him your way <laughs> I'll talk to him my way yeah sort of thing which is I'd say yeah 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 so um, yeah, we get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: um,
0: but yeah, it, it's, um, it's, it's that's not good. I
2: really didn't like that at all. No, Again, it's, I, it's, like, just, it's very
0: of its time though. Yeah, you know, you've got that a lot. It's um, these
2: parts of these eighties films that you just think, why you don't have to have it? No. It doesn't need to be there.
0: Yeah. But then, do they do they think that will draw in a black audience? Because totally the opposite, I think. <gasps> it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. I
2: have no idea what they're thinking was.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I do. It's because everyone was doing it. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, the main main criticism of this film is it's just little bits of other films shoved together. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's another one of one of what I first watched. it, I, pro- I probably wouldn't have seen Mad Max when I saw this. Let's be yeah. honest. Um, I I might have seen Spaceballs. <laughs> I know it's a different, but it's yeah. I, I I've got to look it up, But I think some of it was shot at the same time in the same. Think, yeah, it probably it would, was. Yeah. makes sense. Um, yeah, and this to me I mean, it looks higher budget than Spaceballs but, that, but Spaceballs has got that spoof ability Absolutely. So parts it's of it, to, it, yeah. based to look cheap yeah, yeah so um, yeah. This a, I shouldn't really be comparing A it, it's hard not to because uh, it's the Brooks film Yeah, and it came a year after or was the same year as he'd done The Fly he yeah. that, which was massive for him mm-hmm. and of course he'd done The Elephant Man
2: yeah um, in was, 1980 Yeah, so was, yeah. You see those, mainly
0: it's his own films he'd done but there's these few and this would have been the first flop no, I would have thought so. Yeah. Uh, and then closely be. followed by there was another one with was his wife Annette Bennett. Annette? I know um, who who was Mel Brooks's wife, really Actually. famous actress. Um, I, I haven't written it down, but um, yes. someone really, really famous, um, which is thrown me. I'll put it in there. Me news. too. I <laughs> yeah. can't think. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't think that they were married. Oh, okay. um, I'm not going to look it up because we, we're filming yeah, this as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you had done a drama with her around the same time, okay. um, which bombed. Right. Um, so the, this was sort of the beginning of the end for Brooks. Film. Yeah, it didn't last long.
2: No. Um, and I think after that, after this, he just made his own. The, the Fly 2, which didn't do very well. Oh, right. Which I think is uh, great, by the way. By but way. it ended with uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It, I think was the last film. Last
0: film he done, yeah.
2: And that was the last film, yeah, yeah. Films, yeah, you know, of Brooks
0: films stop. you're getting on as well. Sure. Um, but Dracula Dead and Loving It was, we'll go off one of it, it should have been great. Yeah. It's, it's Mel Brooks and Lester Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Great cast in general, but it, I, I've seen that one once. Mm. Odd chuckle, but no. No, it's not good. No. no. i, I, I Need to be watched. I actually think Men in Tights is quite overrated as well. It is. It's got moments. Yeah. Then there's better ones just before that, like Life Stinks. Yeah, Life Stinks was
2: okay actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: It's alright. Yeah. So, I I digress. Um, I did do a podcast on Mel Brooks once on the. film school dropouts podcast okay and I don't remember much of, of that um, just talking <laughs> about uh, we've just done it we've just researched it all this Mel Brooks facts and it's in and out you know? yeah yeah absolutely um, it's,
2: it's, it's tricky to remember yeah. yeah, if um, to
0: talk about yeah but from the comedy side I mean this film isn't a comedy nope. there's some light hearted moments there's some nice little montages of them having fun and that sort of thing yeah there's not much humour in it really no. but Alexi Sale isn't it yeah this is he um, might as well not be yeah um, he's kind of a bounty hunter. They are bounty
2: hunters. Yeah. I just wrote down idiots. Yeah. As in they are like the tears, him and another guy, and they are just a, sort of a double act of it. Yeah. buffoons. But, it, but it's not.
0: They could be a nice, fun comedy double act. Yeah, I mean, it could, yeah.
2: but there's nothing like yeah. that. There's not even remotely like a trying to. You no. know, he know. You know, it's Alexis Sale. You expect him to. You know, yeah. turn to the camera and do a monologue or something which, which is, I'd have been fine with yeah me too <laughs> um, and there's nothing yeah. even remotely like that I don't yeah. even think he
0: tries to be funny in it really no. just tries to be stupid I think it's a case of they've probably hired him because they think he'll be funny in it um, the <laughs> reason Richard Pryor Superman 3 again they sort of put him, I, I think he is funny in that yeah. but they wanted more from him All like, right, yeah. he was too much of a fan of Superman he stuck with yeah, the I, uh, yeah that's right he yeah. wanted yeah, he yeah. loved Superman but he, so. the, the, these two characters could have been like um you've seen the super mario brothers film sure you've got fisher stevens and yeah. another guy they're yeah. like bumbling and it kind of works
2: i know what you mean that would that would be the sort of thing that they probably i mean obviously um that's later on you know yeah uh super mario but uh yes that sort of idea of the two sort of foolish buffoon yeah f- which could have been funny yeah.
0: they're not funny I, these two. i've got a feeling that they might have wanted them to have more screen time to be funny and then they took it out because they weren't because they're not in it a lot and they, yeah. it almost seems like they should be yeah I know what you mean there, yeah. there's
2: other things like that which yeah. look like they've basically hard cuts of something has gone something's
0: been removed yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. to see a free hour version of <laughs> it really would a um, couple of more things to mention and um, mention them easily escaping um, one bit yeah. I like it's the the stereotypical black guy's name is Rabbit, isn't it? So it, it is it's Rabbit. Rabbit.
2: That's chari- yeah. um, I'm trying to think what his name. Claude Brooks, no relation ah.
0: to Mel. Because all the characters, uh, all the main characters, are named after... Um, it, says, it says Enlightenment legends from, uh, uh, from legend and myth from various cultures. Right, um, yes. That's all their names. And, of course, uh, oh, sorry, Jason Patrick is just Jason. Would that be Jason the Agonauts? Yeah, maybe. Or, or just that um, they got his name wrong when filming it, and just called his real name like that scene in Star Wars where Luke calls uh, Le- Leia Carrie, yeah, which is edited out in the newer versions. No, yeah, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best bit. Uh, and when the stormtrooper hits his head, yes, best bit. That's good as well. Yeah. Yes, they're both edited out. It annoys me. They are very much so. Yeah, where is When they first escape. Um, uh, rabbit picks up a rock and then hits it against the, um, with his stick. could have just gone up the stick and smashed it. It sort of really complicates things. Yeah. Um, I don't understand things like that. No. um, Don't say it bugs me, um, but it bugs me a bit. Um, but the, um, the scene I, I kind of like but it's ridiculous. There's a missing bridge, and they're being chased. Yeah, the, by the slingshot scene. Yeah, yeah which um, they do, the, they skate around, slingshot each other yeah, over. Yeah, um, But then the last one can just jump in. Yeah, themselves. he just,
2: don't, you know, yeah. runs, go yeah. from a long distance and then jumps. Yeah, and he does Which it. they all pro- probably could have done. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, also the, the, the E-Police, or at that point, they do call them E-Pigs at one point. Yeah. Um, they're quite close behind them. They've nearly got them and then they give them time yeah, to yeah. do the jump which is, is quite yeah uh, talking about
2: uh yeah time yeah. uh, there's a, a bit where this is at the end um and it also mentioned about the skating you were talking about not so great skating um daniel the little boy he has to get through a gate that is closing yeah and yeah. you see him and he's clearly not he's moving very nonchalantly like yeah. he's skating like okay just stay on your feet Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. and it's like dude you're supposed to get through the gate quick move yeah, and then the true. next shot is of him just sliding through the
0: gate yeah, it's like yeah. oh that, 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 also, that doesn't look good <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the bit in Space Boys when they capture the stuntman yeah. something happens yeah. and um, but also, if um, he was as annoying as you imagine when making this film, he's on the old roller skates. The co-cast members who were teenagers could just push him over. Yeah. That could have been well, a lot of I'm sure of there was probably a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those films as well that I reckon, on set, they ever had the time of their lives or hated.
2: Well, I mean, the location is probably a little bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they didn't enjoy it, I'm
0: sure it was a really hard shoot. Yeah. It's not one that's mentioned a lot, and um, if you look on IMDB for the fact... I from reckon topic, it probably wasn't a good time. Yeah, but yeah. there's not nothing so bad that later on in their careers, you think they might have said something about it. Mm. Um, but it might have been, because of the people behind it, it might have been, yes, it was tough, but they were nice people to work with. would like to
2: talk briefly about the, the production itself, yeah. where it is set. One of the reasons why it's set where yeah. it is is because there are no union laws.
0: Okay. So
2: Mel Brooks wanted to film there because it would just be cheap and no one would give them any hassle <laughs> on yeah. how they however they wanted to do it,
0: so... As I say, nice bloke. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, you know, maybe not the nicest of times.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. Because um, I suppose... Um, not the best maybe. looking
2: after, especially... Because a lot,
0: lot of the extras yeah. in it, there's the scenes in the author, they're obviously youngsters. So mm. the hours they had in working. Yeah. It might oh. not have been too good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah. someone should tell John Landers to film his but no that's not, <laughs> not, not go there um, I'm sure it's not the same now no, no. it's, it's different another uh, um, thing I was going to mention another sort of action sequence that I, I'd forgotten about where they escape by getting in tires and rolling down. Yeah, that, that was fun. I mean, yeah. you look at that and you go, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's yeah. something kids like. And it's, yeah. there's a scene in one of the Grown-Ups films where David Spade does the same thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Spade could have done that. Um, so he's got these moments. Um, yeah, which you go, okay, look, it's a fun kids' movie yeah. moments. Where you go, yeah,
2: that, that's fine. You know, there's nothing, yeah. you know, that's the kind of thing that you go, oh, yeah, really 80s, really nice, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. But... Overall sci-fi, post apocalyptic, storytelling, eco storytelling no, There's
0: no. it, not really a film here really. Because a lot of it doesn't make sense. No, no, no. No, really. And they ban everything. Everything's banned. Fiction's banned, they mention.
2: Yeah. I mean yeah. Just, again, this is loads of, you know, bits sort of pointing at nineteen eighty four kind of things, yeah. yeah. So banning of, you know, books. Yeah. yeah so. so they don't go into it very far, it's just little Little, yeah, little nods little. to stuff. You know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like they've thrown all these ideas. I, I did read it as well. It's heavily ripped off... Um, uh, I think it was a Hammer film called These Are the Damned, aka mm. The Damned, with Oliver Reed. i have to look that up. Yeah, sure. I've,
2: I have seen that, you know, many yeah. years ago.
0: Yeah. And I don't recall it being anything like this. Oh, okay. That, that just yeah. came up in... Um, mm. um, yeah, there's kind of... There's mm. loads of extras in it as well, which... Surprise me, I yeah. The kids, them. I mean,
2: in the orphanage, there's loads of them.
0: Yeah, it must have been a,
2: a couple of hundred, I would have thought. Although, I mean, clever filming might have, you know, yeah,
0: but yeah, it looks like there's loads of kids, yeah. So, yeah. um, another bit I liked, and um, they're gonna get over a fence, and one of them gets a to pole vault. Over. Oh, yeah, there's a pole vault, there's a pole vault
2: scene, yeah. yeah it, it's another one of these things that I think, wow, you know, this is like another sort of, okay, it's a very sporty kind of movie that, yeah. well, the kind of, but does the pole come from? Yeah, exactly, that? It's just <laughs> he's just got it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the, another little the bit I, I really liked when even though I moaned about the scene with the, the hippie, we call it the hippie Conley, Conley, Con, 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 <laughs> The hippies. Yeah. Um, the, the Daniel the young lad Lucas yeah. is just holding a goat and stroking it that's right he's just yeah. got a little baby yeah. goat yeah I don't know he has some, some sort of
2: angelic <laughs> almost Christ-like sort of imagery there is a lot of
0: <laughs> you say that there's a lot of Messiah characters in yeah, this yeah. Um, yeah. you could say um, even someone I mentioned that they said that everybody in it the hero side could be seen as a bit of a messiah apart from Jason Patrick who's meant to be the lead mm. which is quite cool yeah um, but he's very um, Michael from Lost Boys at moments of this oh, completely um, I don't, he's probably just playing himself yeah. I think you know. yeah. I did hear that he was quite on the set of Lost Boys he was the one who took it the most seriously right. um, It was Alex Winter said it at uh, a talk he was at and said that they all the other actors who were just there being young yeah. Yeah, winding him up and mm-hmm. they thought he hated him and at the time he probably did but now I feel yeah. sorry for him because he's one of these, he's had such a hit and miss career yeah. now, no matter what people say about this film it's got like ter- some terrible reviews mm-hmm. but it's ten times better than Speed 2 come on <laughs> do you know what I've never seen it I, I never it, saw uh, Speed
2: 2 didn't uh, bother
0: I struggled uh, I, I, after a while I did watch it um
2: after being a big fan of the first one the first thought, one was great just thought right no Keanu Reeves
0: and no Dennis Hopper I'm not in and it was a PG yeah just, so I, I, I don't get this it happens so many times even with the die hard films they have a big budget violent 18 certificate film and then they make a sequel mm-hmm. allow a lower to get more, more of an audience sure and that is just encouraging kids to watch the original 18 absolutely and then, no, that's, that's, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Robocop was the best one. Two 18s, a 15, then a TV series, which is 12, then a cartoon. Yeah. Mad.
2: <laughs> it's, and, um, it's very popular. I mean, Robocop was popular with the kids when there was only the one yeah. movie. But well, they know, you know this, don't they? So <laughs> that,
0: that's the thing. Um, two letterboxed reviews, um, really quick ones, which just caught my eye one gave it a half star a simple review this is from uh, Laura Robinson who just put one st- a half a star none of them are babies that's, a- that's the whole review and, false uh, advertising yeah, and one from Jurassic Griffin four stars and a heart so second highest rating oh do four and a half. One of the highest ratings mm-hmm. um, it won me over at headlights on the roller skates <laughs> that I was there for the whole thing <laughs>
2: I, I, I did like that
0: I did like the headlights on the roller skates yeah. I
2: did quite like that as a touch like yeah. I said aesthetically it looks good
0: yeah you know. it got an average review of about two and a half I didn't, didn't write it down completely. it said um, what is it Solar babies skated so the lost boys could fly okay <laughs> which is um, yeah. fair to use of it uh,
2: I, think, I think people who are really I mean I've read some of the reviews when it came out and I think every, even though I don't like the film either I think they were really harsh at over it overall just really like just calling it trash and things it's not trash it's just no. not very good yeah it's, you know, I think it's, it's
0: so much worse than this yeah <laughs> um, I think it's because it was so obviously I say borrowing but yeah. ripping off other things yeah and um, maybe just the fact that it's a kids film almost casting it on an adult audience type film. but that's happened loads since yeah um, I, I think one of the reasons Waterworld got so chat on basically was because it was so much like Mad Max, but just on water. Yeah, um, fair enough. But, I suppose you know um, it's got Dennis Hop. War World's great, yeah. but that, that, great. That, that got a lot of stick because of the money they spent on it. Yeah, and, and the yeah, island. Sank, it. Was it? It wasn't think? time Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I like War World, and I've, I've still got a three-hour version to watch, and I will, and I'll bloody enjoy it. Yeah, you I will. will. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Quick, uh, you, you got your finger. You can say something else. I don't know, well.
2: We, if we forget, just to talk about the writer, oh, the yeah, writers, yeah, yeah uh, two on this one. Um, so Warren Green, who is a proper writer, right? As in, written many, many films before, like Wild Bunch, Sorcerer. These are two, in my opinion, two great movies. Yeah. Also did um, War Games as well before, and Robocop 2, Ah. Okay.
0: Right,
2: uh, and loads of others. So he was brought on, I'm sure, to sort of tighten it up and make it yeah. you know, worth. Making a movie out. So the guy who came up with the idea, the inspiration, and everything, is a guy who I'd never heard of called um, Douglas Anthony Metrov, and he pitched it to Brooks, and he, Brooks thought it was great. Just yeah. thought the idea was fantastic, and and um, just was like, okay, brilliant. Uh, we'll yeah, we'll do this movie. You know, basically, yeah. we'll just bring other people in to like yeah. make it work, sort of thing. Um so yeah I mean that's kind of crazy to yeah. me do you know what he's done since or? I think very little he has yeah. done some other stuff yeah but yeah very, maybe very, because very of little how little.
0: badly this bond you yeah. know um, that might be why it's like, like we mentioned how the the director of that went on to do nothing yeah right I mean, yeah. I mean the director yeah. of this well, was uh, Mel Brooks uh, choreographer so, yeah yeah, it's just, uh, yeah Alan, Alan, Alan Johnson, Johnson
2: who just some of the greatest comedy um, choreography you know Brilliant stuff you ever see, like you know, Springtime for Hitler and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I think this was the first film, maybe the only one he directed.
0: He directed um, To Be or Not to Be, another Melbourne oh, film, right. yeah. film yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the only two that he done. I think he does a fine job, really. It's yeah, like, again, it's kind of a, it's kind
2: of directed by numbers, and there's so many people involved in the film who I think probably just like yeah. you know, helping it out, helping yeah. out with whatever well, need be. I mean, but he'd been on set for many years works you know yeah. for many many decades before oh, a couple of decades yeah. at least before this film um on set and things so he would know have very good, fairly good experience of how yeah. to to run you know on set anyway filming yeah. i don't know who
0: edited the film no like I don't think. Um, but um, i think a lot of the trouble would have been pre-production because to go that over budget yeah. Um but apparently to go you went Melbourne's went to sort of funders for help during the film. Yeah. They knocked together a trailer what looked really like Star Wars. That's right. right. And then people gave them money. That's so, right. Yeah. And um yeah. yeah,
2: a lot. Of, I think fifteen mil he got in the end from uh, which he had to, you know, yeah, find that, a way to pay that's, back. That's
0: what I was confused with yeah. the budget. About fifteen million, million that he yeah. got
2: from other people from the investors, yeah. which he'd obviously have to uh, probably with interest and yeah. end up uh, paying back to them all. Yeah. Okay. Um, showed you really how much he was committed to the to the film, which is quite impressive. Yeah. I think
0: I think he wanted to break away from just comedy sure. behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, at least he didn't try to sort of write it. Um, yeah, and basically make uh, something of Brooks films Mm. Uh, imagine if this had gone on to be the next sort of Star Wars Brooks films might be remembered for something else other than just comedy because you had the fly just before this it reminds me a bit I suppose of when Master Universe tried to be the next Star Wars this probably tried to be as well there was a lot of that sort of thing yeah I agree Um,
2: I I think most films that were coming out that were of this kind of sci-fi so action adventure type are trying to be the next Star Wars even yeah. if they're not clone uh, necessarily yeah. complete clones of Star Wars and there's
0: lots of imagery in this lots of machines and vehicles that could be action figures yeah. loads of that sort of thing um, but um, we, we've spoken for well over 45 minutes about this awesome film um, <laughs> just going to yeah. quickly mention the um, ratings ah, ok Okay. it's got um, 4.7 out of 10 on IMDB brilliant Um 2.4 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Yeah. Most interestingly, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. audience score of 45%. Okay. Critics, okay. it's got 0%. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wrong. Cool. Yeah, it is wrong. Very wrong.
2: Absolutely. Uh, this is not a. Ze- I mean, I wouldn't give zero to any movie, I don't like the idea of it. Yeah. But um, this, is, this is not a, an awful, awful film no. by any stretch. Um, and I think anyone that's watching this who's thinking that way just
0: has no sense of fun. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, would you give it a rating out of five? Um, firstly, a rating yeah. out of five as a film now, as you watch it. Yeah. And then, if you could try to imagine. Yeah. If okay. I, I, old. I thought of it. Yeah. yeah. So now it's
2: a two. Yeah. And as a kid, I probably would have given it a three, maybe a four.
0: Okay. That yeah. is um, yeah. myself as a kid, five. <laughs> as a forty-year-old man who runs a business. It's four it's with four. a double thumbs up in person with my yeah. thumbs up. Brilliant, thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I
2: say, I, I mean, the reason why, I, I, I think a two is fine, in my opinion, just as a, watching it as an adult and someone who sees a lot of movies, yeah. uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a two. For me. Yeah, yeah, fair to it, isn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. Two's, yeah. Still, two's still not terrible. It's not terrible. I've seen it twice now. And I probably enjoyed
0: it slightly more the second time round. It's just, <laughs> just it's I, because you know what you get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and another sort of criticism of it is people went in expecting it to be kind of more of a sports space maybe.
2: Yeah, I mean, the first five minutes—that's what you think it's going to be. It's yeah. going to be roller skating and about. It's going to be like, like you say, a uh,
0: uh, rollerball sort of thing. Yeah. You know, it's going to be about that.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, the
0: original poster sports, had like them lined up with space in the background, yeah. so. If I'd have seen that, I'd have gone in wanting the sci-fi film, yeah. and I might have been disappointed with the beginning, thinking, "Oh no, this is a sports film." Yeah. So,
2: uh, yeah, well, I, I so actually, trying to trying to please a lot of people yeah. is clearly what this film
0: is trying it's to do. Um, very was it the James Caan rollerball? Yeah, um, brilliant film, brilliant film. But this, but I watched it as a youngster. I found rollerball just a bit. Oh, didn't really like it. But yeah. watching it as an adult, I love it. Yeah so uh, it might have been not long after I'd seen this maybe <laughs> I was comparing it to him but, I mean Rollerball is
2: not a kid's film no. so as a child you yeah. know I think if I was a kid watching Rollerball I wouldn't have liked it either no I didn't see it as a kid so. no yeah,
0: I, I did probably because of it the... alright <laughs> well, so uh, thank you very much we're going to yeah. wrap up we've okay. spoken for a great length about this awesome film yeah. thank you for your time you are welcome um, shall and I'm, I'm going to quickly mention
2: yeah. that
0: we're, we've been working on the King Street Cinema podcast. That's right. Yes. Which should be out. I'm aiming to get it out the first of July. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, brilliant. Uh, discussing first blood and I'll be chatting to you about the movie Tron. As yes. Well, very briefly on that. Yeah,
2: because we will be showing Tron um, at the cinema, yeah. King Street Cinema in August. Yeah. So. Awesome.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thanks to james he'll be back soon i'm sure i do like that film i can't help it and as i kept saying track it down if you can it's available on blu-ray which i rewatched it on and um, probably show up on one of the streaming channels soon enough It's one of those films that like myself a lot of people fondly remember it as i said at the open of the show i'm going to talk about the sort of b- bizarre time in kids tv where they were turning many films in in the uk this country the, there were 18 certificates 15 certificates into kids cartoons sort of saturday morning times and nowadays seems insane i'm going to refer to it as r-rated movies which these films were in america which i think 17 plus uh, a few films turned into quite big cartoons i mean in this country uh, the movie Beetlejuice, for example, was a 15 certificate, and there was a very kiddie cartoon of that, which I remember thinking was quite bizarre as a kid. And um, uh, same with the the cartoon of Cry Kid. The first Cry Kid was a 15 in this country, but both of those were PG-13s in America, so I can see why, why more they were turned into sort of kiddified, so to speak. It's not too different from say the Ace Ventura cartoon we had in the early nineties. Another one that sort of comes up but I don't think really counts is there was a cartoon version of the movie Clerks, which is quite a sweary, rude eighteen certificate. I think there might have even been a nr in america i'm not sure um indie film yeah kevin smith's first film we all know it that was turned into a cartoon but it, first it didn't run very long and i do think that was more aimed at the sort of family guy uh, audience even south park it wasn't very rude um especially in comparison to the to movie but i'm not going to count that because it wasn't really made for for kids also there was cartoon versions of conan now of course there's conan the barbarian and conan the destroyer both are rated movies cartoon version of that called conan the adventurer okay just after the movies but that was based on a comic so you could say that the source material was probably originally aimed at younger people same with the animated version of swamping because the first one thing movie was r-rated i think the second one was a pg-13 that's a 12 now and there was a cartoon version of police academy there was toys as well i will been mentioning some toys some other things and the first police academy was of course r-rated quite rude 15 in the uk but i don't think that counts because a cartoon came out in aea and there were several pg certificate sequels to that movie which they basically did become family and kids films so they also don't care more recently there's also been a fast and furious cartoon called fast furious spy racers same with that i think the first one was r and the later ones have become 12 madly there was a, both a jackie chan and chuck norris cartoon in the 80s in america both of these actors especially at that time would be making quite adult movies uh, chuck norris was doing the missing in action that sort of thing invasion usa which 18s now r-rated america no way they should really be aimed at kids um quite quite bizarre so i'm um, also going to mention there was a planned uh cartoon version of the alien franchise called operation aliens or- i've seen pictures of it don't it was definitely never released i don't know if they actually made it but that for whatever reason probably because it shouldn't have been for kids um was never aired but they did release a toy line of those four kids uh speaking of toys in 1992 i think it was uh kenner released an action figure series for the terminator 2 movie which was um yeah uh, r-rated Movie in America that was fifteen over here. I might have been eighteen temporarily. I don't know, but it's quite quite strange. Uh, mentioned all these. I'm going to do a, a top five animated se- series of all of these I can remember seeing as a kid. All of these were films made for adults. All R-rated in America. At number five, Highlander. There was a kids' TV cartoon in '94 based around. The highlander franchise all of these films are are rated in in america i think mostly 15 in the uk i think one or two of them may be 18s but definitely not for kids when you think the whole theme of it is you have to remove de- decapitate basically someone uh chop their heads off to kill them that bit isn't even in the cartoon i remember so i don't i can't remember how they got around that and um, there was in 2007 uh adult sort of anime animated version of it which was a 15 certificate and more what it should be that's definitely number five that's bizarre how that even happened in 1997 you know I think it was canadian there was an animated series called roughnecks <laughs> the starship troopers uh, chronicles that movie was r-rated 18 when it came out on video or dvd whichever came it came out in this country i thought that might have been a dvd one actually might have been just before it was just just after it It was just video and 15 in cinemas, so i remember that because i wasn't 18 but i did go and see it but still this should not have been a kids' cartoon of this in my opinion and there was action figures of that as well which is is insane and number three this is possibly the weirdest one the trauma movies toxic avenger they made four of those movies there was an animated version of that in 1991 they did change the name to the toxic crusaders gave it some more characters but it was made by them and it was definitely the same character of toxi and there was a whole toy range uh, from playmates that is absolutely bonkers number two a cartoon i remember quite well i had toys of this a toy knife i had and toy walkie-talkies with the main character's face on. This is, of course, Rambo. Yeah, there's a cartoon version of the Rambo movies, which is basically a rip-off of, sort of GI Joe and stuff. It was called Rambo and the Forces of Freedom. Absolutely mad. They made 65 episodes of that, and it was for kids. Insane. Um, number one, number one in my list of these mad cartoons in the late 80s they'd done or was it very early names they'd done a cartoon series based around the very adult the very violent the very sweary movie robocop and there was a toy range as well uh, called robocop and the ultra police they did later do a live action family friendly tv series of robocop but the cartoon was before that so basically this cartoon like all of those cartoons, was encouraging us, kids in the 80s, to watch violent adult films, which I think is a disgrace. But I'm also very grateful, because if it wasn't for that, we probably, I probably wouldn't be doing this podcast. You might not be listening to it. And I haven't gone out and killed anyone. So it's mad. But thank you, these TV companies, for doing that. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I would say I have watched some of these episodes or clips of them, in a little bit of research for this and they none of them none of them are very good just stick to the film just stick to the real violence yeah getting towards the end of the podcast now i bit of a rant by me now I do apologize but just gonna finish the show like we sort of often do mention some newer movies i'm trying to know every episode recommend a, a mockbuster or well, mainly films made by the company Asylum or a cheap rip off movie, the sort of thing that you can find on the sci fi channel, the horror channel, basically T V movies, sort of thing what would have been straight to video back in the day. They're usually CGI heavy, they usually rip off other films, badly of that sort of trash. But we all enjoy these, don't we? Well I do. Uh last time I mentioned the film Planet Dune, um which I think was great. Uh this movie stars one of the same people, Emily Killian, who great b-movie actress i've only seen in these two films but um, good on her she's you know making a living this one is apocalypse of ice made in 2020 2.5 out of 10 on imdb made during the pandemic set during the pandemic and during that the world is going to be turned to ice only a group of really bad actors and tom sizemore who is in this film not a lot, but using is in it. Um, they do their best in a cheap, low-budget way to, to save the world. Um, direct, directed um, by someone called um, Maximilian Alfredoond. Uh, Alfred, my handwriting's terrible. Anyway, I, I'm guessing is um, the bloke who directed it has changed their name. That's all I can say. He's um, acted and directed loads of asylum movies. I should, um, I'm, I'm, this is a DIY, you know, just ranty podcast. I do apologise for my notes being so terrible, but his first name is definitely Maximilian. I don't know, I just think that he doesn't want people to know him. So it's, I don't like the term so bad, it's good. I mean, it, it's it's not that. It's a TV movie with very little budget, up-and-coming actors and people who, some size more just working actor now i suppose he's been in some great films like true romance and i think he's in a relic i love that um it's a job for him uh, it passed 90 minutes fine um talking about it now i watched it a week or so ago. i don't remember much about it but i don't remember hating it and i do remember it was a bit of fun so this this episode's asylum mockbuster recommendation it cost me two pounds and i don't regret a penny of it. It have really cost me two fifty, possibly, but two pound. I don't regret it. Apocalypse of Ice. Check it out. Nice sort of, I don't know, afternoon feet up movie that I really recommend. Ish. I recommend ish. A big film I recommend, which I saw a few days ago at the cinemas. As I record this, hopefully it'll be on for a few weeks. Um, the Black Phone. This the latest. I'm, I'm sorry of excited. I don't want to say much about it. Latest uh, Blumhouse movie. It's got 7.4 on IMDb, which for a horror film is pretty damn good. 86% on The Rotten Tomatoes. Directed by Scott Derrickson, who... uh, first film I saw by him, not so great. 2000s Hellraiser Inferno, watchable though. Then he went on to do The Excellent Exorcism of Emily Rose. Probably his most well-known movie-ish. Most well-known horror movie anyway. Sinister. He's since done Deliver Us From Evil. All films I've really enjoyed big budget wise after the exorcism of emily rose he made the daily earth still the keanu reeves one don't remember too much about that but he did do the first doctor strange which is very enjoyable and uh, it looks like he's been attached to labyrinth 2 well if that is made we will talk about that at some point i really want to do a podcast on the movie labyrinth but it's a matter of i can't find someone who wants to talk about it who's never seen it but one day I'll do that. The star of this movie, or the adult star, it's it's sort of set around uh, kids in the late 70s. And um, the the adult star, the villain, so to speak, is played excellently by Ethan Hawke, who's gone on to become sort of a modern horror hero, a horror icon, a horror actor. Anyway, he's in The Purge, the first Purge, and The purse Sinister, made by the same people as as this awesome movie, and. Um, I just don't want to say much. I, it's one of those films. I hope that they they do more of them. Um, if you've seen the trailer, it just looks like it's a creepy child abduction film. But there's so much more to that. It so feels seventies bits of it, especially before it it gets too dark. Really remind me of stuff like Dazed and Confused. The the kids are really good in it. What there is of the adults they're all great acting the effects are fantastic the atmosphere is fantastic this is definitely a modern film i would give a five out of five there you go Uh, that is i can't really recommend this if you're a horror fan anymore i absolutely loved it and i'm going to try to get get to see it at the cinema again Right, we have ended on a a positive note i I don't just like everything the films i don't like i don't don't talk about it I i like positivity when it comes to films We'll be turning with another episode very soon. I'm hoping to get that superhero comic book season underway very, very soon. I think I've said before the movies we're going to do for that are Return of Swamp Thing, Dick Tracy, Tank Girl, Supergirl. I now want to do Superman 3 as well and possibly some more we'll see We'll see. it's kind of started if you go back to early episodes we did do how the duck so it's going to be that sort of thing thank you very much for listening thank you for James for um, being my guest again it's always great I like the fact that he doesn't just watch the film he thinks about it he does a little bit of research less work for me to do always good thanks to Natalie for taking some of the photos for the uh, Facebook and Instagram follow us on Facebook and Instagram ACM's Vault of Coal Follow us on Spotify. Give us that fast five-star rating. It really helps. I'm told, please, it helps. Get the word out there. Enjoy it. If you want to comment, please do. If you want to come and join me and talk about our film, drop me a message. We might be able to do that as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, go and watch Solar Babies, Solar Warriors. Start roller skating. Go mad. That's what life's all about, isn't it? Have fun.